what's a good like starting point for WWE? Because I think it looks fun. It's silly, but what, where should Do I? Do you start? just want to start watching WWE because Logan Paul joined? So now you're like a, a stan. Did he join? Oh, I saw that. No, I don't care about <laughs> Logan Paul. I just want to. I okay. I just want to buy WWE like shirts to wear. Like I want to wear an Undertaker oh. shirt because it looks cool. Yeah. That okay. I have interacted with WWE before. Okay. With Gabe, first of all. Oh yeah, huh? We used to play the ga- the game all the time. The game, and it was actually pretty. Oh fun wow, I lost I the game. Ah, right. oh, dang it! I lost the game, everybody. Welcome to the Clean Slate with your hosts Daniel Garza and Carson Phillips, providing you with movie news, reviews, and more. Sit back, relax. And don't forget to go to the concessions to get your popcorn and drinks. For your entertainment, this is the Clean Slate Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Clean Slate Podcast. Yeah. We're going to get right into it, guys. We have... We're, we... we Last episode, if you haven't listened yet, we decided that we were going to do double features for the last two 90s episodes and uh yeah we're gonna there's a um <laughs> there's a mistake that carson made um yes if you can point it out before the next episode dm us uh that'd be great we'll give you a free t-shirt funny. yeah oh we sh- i forgot to call the people but Gosh. i will call them i will call them after this meeting i was gonna say you should do it before you leave Guys, we hope your week is going well. We have two great movies we are going to be um, reviewing reviewing for you today. We we got. Well, do you have anything to say before we get started, Carson? Um, I guess I have a little update from. Our, well, I'm sick, so if you can't tell, that's great. But if you can tell, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, this it's gonna be like this for the next two episodes. Um, <laughs> but we have an update on the strike. If you listen to our previous, what was that, our chit chat that we talked about the strike? Yes. So Universal Studios, being the fun people they are, decided to chop down the trees or like really trim the trees where the strike was taking place. Uh, that way there's no shade for the people on strike, which is pretty great. That's a That's a good move. Smart move. They, apparently, they don't even own the trees. The trees are owned by the city. So Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. I have something fun I want to say, too, actually. Okay. Uh, I met T-Pain. What? At work, yeah. How did... Oh, at work. Okay, that makes sense. How did yeah, that go down? VIP treatment. Uh, he was chill. It was like his whole family. Did you, like, ask him, like, or did you say hi and say hi, T-Pain? Um, so what happens is one of the plaid shirt disney employees like walk up and they show you this like id yeah that means like hey this is like a vip so we take them through the back um so i just was like okay follow me this way and that's what we did we took you didn't T-Pain say like hi t-pain i'm a fan of i Low. called him mr pain did you really yeah i was like right this way mr pain and then he, was, <laughs> he started laughing and then we went down the stairs and then his son like looked like side-eyed me like this guy's a dweeb and then um yeah, and then they just went on the ride. That's so funny. What if T-Pain listens to our podcast and he's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. Uh, that'd be sick. Yeah, that'd T-Pain be T-Pain streams. He, I think he's a streamer now. Really? Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know if he like does music that much anymore, but I know he streams Got on Twitch. Nice. Where you can also listen to our podcast live. <laughs> not okay. Yet, not yet. Let's read uh, let's this. Logline. Okay, we're going to start off with Batman Returns, everyone. This is a 1992 film by none other than... Timmy. Yes. Tim Burton. <laughs> There's a okay. lot of Tims that we like. On While Batman here, so. deals with a deformed man calling himself the Penguin, wreaking havoc across Gotham with the help of a cruel businessman, a female employee of the latter becomes the Catwoman with her own vendetta. Seriously, that's it? That is a crazy log line. There's a lot. There's like a lot more on here that are so long for this. But I feel like this is already complicated. Yeah, it is kind of a weird, like, you have to follow along for this one, like, pretty closely. It's not like the first one where it's just the Joker shows up. and Yeah. It's like there's, like, politics involved in it. They're trying to, you know, do all these other things. So it's it's... Anyway, so do you want to give him a little rundown? Gotham at its finest. (laughs) Introduce him to the world of Batman Returns, Carson. Yeah, so guys, this is the second Michael Keaton Batman movie and the second film directed by Tim Burton in the franchise. Nice. Um, After this movie, there is a considerable dip in uh, quality in the Batman movies for a little bit. Because you get Val Kilmer, and then you get freaking, what's his name? George Clooney. Um, and it's just, it's a mess after this. Did they movie. just recast Michael Keaton after this one? Yeah, it was a whole thing. There was a whole, like, there was almost going to be like a Tim Burton Superman movie. That was the one that was going to have, um, what's his name? Oh, what's his stupid name? Nicholas Cage. I love Nicholas Cage. Oh so yeah. Yeah. Said that. So he was going to be Superman in a Tim Burton movie, but it got, the script kept getting rewritten. So all this crap kept happening and yeah. Um, Wait, did you see the new know. Flash? Yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about this movie. Just oh, okay. I like Michael Keaton as Batman. I yeah, he's yeah. He's a fun Batman. Um, but yeah, so basically this movie, I don't. we don't really need to go into the nitty gritty details, but nah. you have Danny DeVito as the Penguin. That's a good selling point. He Probably one of his better roles, in my opinion. Yeah, he was good. Um, Alyssa loves Danny DeVito. So. I don't understand. He's like another fad for me. Like some people he's love just really him. short. So I think she just likes that he's so little. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's bad. I don't think you should just like him because he's little. I like him because <laughs> he's a good guy. He's fun. <laughs> um, no, but Danny DeVito does a great job as the Penguin in a kind of a rare, serious portray. He's probably the most serious character in the whole movie. Mm, yeah. And then you have Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Um, this movie's super hypersexual in a weird way. Very, yeah. It's kind of you comic don't pick up on it, way, though. It, yeah, there's a lot of that weird tension in the comics. So I don't know. I like it. I didn't pick up on that as a kid, but watching as an adult, I was like, "Oh my goodness, this movie's so like horny." Like I don't understand what's happening. Um, yeah, so those are like the main selling points for me. Is just all those the fun cast and this world created by Tim Burton is fantastic. Cool, cool. And you know the gist. Like, Batman's going to fight them. You kind of get Penguin's backstory. Um, it's a little bit creepier than yeah. like, the typical Penguin backstory. And then, obviously, this is, like, a good chunk of this is Catwoman's backstory, which they change a lot from the comics with her. Uh, you know, there's cats after she falls out of a building and she becomes Catwoman, whatever. Weird. Right. 
Yeah. Okay, cool. So let's do this. Um, this was the first watch for me. I haven't seen the Are Joker. You yeah, what? Batman Returns? You've never seen this? No. What is wrong with you? Carson, superhero movies friends? weren't good until, like, Spider-Man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, what about the animated stuff? Like, Batman, the Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, well, yeah, okay. That's, yes. We should watch that. That's Dude, a good movie. We should do a whole animated, like, month. That'd be fun. Ooh, we did, didn't we? And we did kids' movies, though. Yeah, we did kids' movies. Now it's time to do, go to yeah. animation. We'll do, like, whatever we want. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Avatar, Rick and Morty. <laughs> Family Guy. I'm kind of down. Like a whole show? Yeah, the big one season, not the whole show. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, this is a pretty good, it's a pretty good film. I'm not in love with it. I hate you. By any means. Um, I hate you so much. But with that being said, there are a lot of good standout things in this movie. Oh, so, oh, some for instance, set design twist here. is incredible. Oh, it's so good. And it's yeah. just like, it really does. It you For me, it definitely felt like it was a, a set, for sure. But yeah, I, I remember you said that. Before yeah, it, it's just because like sometimes there's a little bit, especially in 90s, there's a little bit of it that like can take you out. But looking past all of that, overall, I think it would have been a really fun set to be on. Like, it just the looks of it, the feel of it, like, the way that everything is kind of muted tones and dark. It, it definitely yeah. carries a Batman, like, feel to well, it. I feel like, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I feel like we talk about this a lot where uh, we talk about Tim Burton and the German Expressionism stuff. It, again, yeah. comes up in this one. This one, I think, probably stronger than some of the other ones. Um Definitely stronger than James and the Giant Peach, I would say, <laughs> vibes wise. Nah, at the beginning but of James and the Giant Peach, it's very much so. The like house, that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but I, I one thing I like about this Gotham, since we're on that, okay, is just that it feels like a unique city because I feel like in the Nolan films or even the Matt Reeves Batman, it doesn't feel like a unique city. It just feels like a Chicago or New yeah. York or. But it's it, also, it doesn't feel like a it, fictional city. This feels like it's a, a a good fictional city. Yeah, it feels pretty though in those Batman's. Um, wait, have I ever told you the story of when I walked on set of Gotham in New York? Oh God, no. Okay, so I didn't that show like socks, dude. I didn't walk on set, but but I was walking to school, and you have to walk through Wall Street in order to get to my school. Oh, okay. And th- so they were filming? They were filming on Wall Street, like right there. And it, actually, no, no, no. I was on my way home from school. That's what it was. And I got out at about like eight or nine, my class. And so as I'm walking by, I see this set. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to wimp out. Let me go ask a PA what like they're filming over here. So I walked over there and I see them like acting out a certain scene. And then I just asked the PA. I'm like, hey, what are we filming here? And he goes, oh, we're uh, filming Gotham. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, I was like, Oh, okay. But then like, I, I'm out. I told him like out loud verbally and said, Oh, that show sucks. <laughs> and I walked off. You said that? <laughs> yes. Daniel, that could have been a good connection. That show ran for like eight seasons. I know. But then I turned around and looked at him. He was like so perplexed that I just said that. It was hilarious. But anyway. Um No, I remember watching like the first couple episodes and being like, Why are all the villains double Bruce Wayne's age? Like, what is this show's purpose? Like yeah. Other than set design, I think the music for the most part is really good. 
like the score. Yeah, I think and it's everything. Danny Elfman. Um, yeah, frequent collaborator. Yeah, and Tim, so Timmy. last I would say is probably Danny DeVito is my my quote unquote last shining part of this movie. I really liked him. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you didn't for a second. No, 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 I did like him. Um, but other than that. The rest of it is pretty cheesy and on the nose for me, which I, it that that is enough to take me out, and that's why it was. I would say was it so like the one liners and the quips and stuff probably took you out of it, huh? Yeah. See, I love those though because that's like comic booky. Yeah, I guess, but it's you grew up in comic books more than I did. I I have that's like a good point. I had maybe ten growing up. I just miss comic book movies that have like the char- this character going on where it feels like its own unique thing there's a few of them that still come out like i feel like guardians is a good example of that of a super unique superhero vibe but i feel like yeah. everything feels samey to me now like all the dc movies and all the marvel movies feel exactly the same yeah and I- i've kind of felt that that's actually what i felt about mission impossible uh last night really? it was it was just kind of like a whole and i think series get into this like trap of just do the, the same, same thing. thing but a different character and right like that's how it felt in mission impossible um we'll talk about this later that's why like a reboot can serve a good purpose but even then if it's not a unique version of the story like yeah. okay let's talk about the most recent the batman mm-hmm. robert pattinson um, yeah robert pattinson unique casting yeah. I think their version of Catwoman and Penguin is also very good. Yeah, it really um, is. And it's a more grounded version of the story. So I think that yeah. works really well. Um, so I feel like there's like a couple different directions you could go. You could be like more grounded or more fantastical. And then some of these like in between, it just kind of feels like, like kind of paint by numbers and then a CGI battle at the end. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm getting the superhero fatigue as they say. I love Michael Keaton, man. I think he makes a fun Batman. He has kind of this whimsical vibe at times, but yeah. still serious enough. Um, I know you have issues with Michael Keaton. I didn't you? have it. No. I love Michael Keaton. He's one of my it's favorite Nicholson actors. Nicholson you had issues with. What do you mean? Jack Nicholson. Oh, I forgot you have issues with him. No, I like in him the as Shining a Joker. Episode. That, I like him as but a Joker. But not in The Shining. Yeah. But not in the shining, correct? Um, no, I love uh, how, Michael okay. Keaton, but I because I did not know this Batman growing up, it was really yeah. hard for me to buy into of Michael. See, Keaton this is my Batman being like a bad boy billionaire kind of guy. And I'm like, nah, dude. Michael yeah. Keaton is like the funny dad in Jack Frost or whatever. Mr. Mom, have you seen Mr. Mom with Michael mm-hmm. Keaton? No. That's a fun movie. Recommend it. Okay. Yeah, but I like Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. I think he's handsome enough to be a Bruce Wayne. Um, and honestly, when he pops up again in The Flash, like I got a little teary-eyed because I'm like, I love this actor. Like I just wish he could be Batman forever again. <laughs> um, Batman forever. Batman Beyond movie, please. <laughs> Can someone do that? But right. yeah. No, I, I think Michael Keaton has a, a good amount of charm and I will say it is cheesy, especially when he's fighting Catwoman, like all the yeah. one-liners. I do think the sexual tension's kind of funny, though. Like, it's weirdly, like, it's a weirdly kinky movie, and it yeah, freaks oh, yeah. me out. Like, I'm like, I watched this as a child. Like, Yeah, why is this I movie rated R? This? I feel like it should be close to the rated R. It, yeah, I don't know. It probably it messed some kids up, for sure. <laughs> and, and then 
I love how monstrous Danny DeVito is as the penguin. Like, oh yeah, he's like cannibalistic almost. Yeah, it's crazy, and it's a very dark and gross version of the penguin. The only other thing I can think about, like loving from this movie, is I just think the soundtrack is so cool. Yeah, Um, especially like the penguins theme, especially uh, when they're like floating down the water at the beginning. Like that whole soundtrack there is like really immersive. So that is Batman Returns. Everybody, go check it out on Max, I believe. It is on, yeah, it's on HBO Max. Now we are moving transfer. on to the Paramount Plus Prime Video premiere. I mean, it's just <laughs> on those platforms of the Truman Show. Okay, oh. Carson's taking off his shirt. <laughs> Jim Carrey, also in a Batman movie, he played the Riddler. Yeah, huh? That's true. It was bad. Bad. Um, okay, so. This is a first watch for me. This came out in 1998, so we're jumping ahead a good six years. This was a first watch for you? Yeah. I said the rest of these movies are first. Well, actually, no, that's not true. Well, this was 98? Fight Club was the first, was the only movie that I've seen in these 90s series. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So this was 98, right? Yes, this was in 1998. So It's crazy. This is off topic a little bit, but I, I just have to say it. Okay. The difference between Batman Returns to Truman Show to freaking Fight Club is insane. Even just Truman Show to Fight Club, that's like such an insane like vibe shift. <laughs> Honestly, like, no, what no it, it's not really. What happened in between? Oh, no, that didn't happen yet. I don't know. Oh, it's are like, you saying in weird. decades? Like, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, like in the years of filmmaking? <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. you were just talking about like, in our podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about in cinema. Like No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, it is it like is we a went from good shift. Truman show to Fight Club, which is like this he- super heavy movie. Yeah, it really is. But okay, so let's let's hurry up and keep the pace going for the Truman show. Here yeah. is the log line. An insurance salesman discovers his whole life is actually a reality TV show. Um yeah, you know, that's it. That's that's kind of crazy because I thought the whole thing. Well, I guess not. Maybe not. What was supposed to be Say. like a twist? The, oh, you mean like the log lines giving away what happens? In yeah, the <laughs> yeah, yeah. It totally is. I mean, I don't. What at what point does that? Do you find out though? I mean, not until at least like forty five minutes into the movie. And it's only an hour and a half movie. That's true. I mean, you know he's being watched, but you don't yeah. know like everything's like actors and crap. Yeah, okay, spoilers for The Truman Show, because this is it's my first too late. time. You just spoiled it. Oh, yeah, that's true. But this is my first time watching it, so we are going to discuss in detail. Not in detail, but... Wow, Okay. It's super detailed. Do you want to lay out the plot for them? He lives a very basic life. Nothing extraordinary about him at all, at least as we can tell. Right. And he slowly starts to notice some... Um, We'll just say cracks in the door and he starts to see things that are a little out of the ordinary and he starts kind of spiraling on this. I think it's like self-discovery is kind of like the metaphor. He's like self-discovering who he really is outside of his mundane life. But at the same time, he's starting to realize like, oh, there's something deeper going on here. And he finds out, obviously, that it's a reality show and his whole life has been manufactured. It's kind of like meta. It's kind of like the Matrix. This is like the green pill wait green pill red pill blue pill moment is this whole movie (laughs) okay like he just 
there's more to his life, you know. I just have a couple of questions. I don't have answers. Um, so the whole rain thing where the rain follows him, what was the purpose of that? I really don't know. Okay. And then I think there is a reason, like I I just don't remember what they give as the reason. Okay. And then I thought in the beginning he had already like cuz right like 15 minutes into the film you find out the whole thing, right? That there's some sort of fabrication or something's weird. You don't know exactly what it is, yeah. but something screwy. And then I think like he's like, "Oh, I'm going to leave." And then he leaves, but he's not like really gone. And it's before he decides to like leave, leave. Oh. Yeah, I think they just trick him into like going on a trip basically. Um well, it was before that, but those lines. Anyway, also he's married, isn't he? I- I remember, yeah. Well, she's an actress, but I remember what the rain thing is for. He's oh, scared, okay. so he doesn't want to go into. He that way it keeps him home. He won't go oh. out to like the ocean or whatever and try to get to the cameras. Yeah, right. Because he's scared of it. Right. Okay. Wait, that makes you sense. know what this kind of reminds me of. This is kind of like Bo is afraid. I haven't in seen a weird it. way. That's not a spoiler. It just reminds me of that. Anyways, interesting. I just had a realization. <laughs> Uh, dude that movie is um, long i'm i'm indifferent on how i want to see that one um okay so yeah so the whole thing is it's pretty whack i think for these next three movies they're all gonna be deep they're all following a weird kind of like plot which is cool because they're different right well two of them are original (laughs) but yeah they're they're mostly pretty original um I don't know. I don't know what there is to say on this movie because it's kind of a character study, right? You're just following along, literally yeah. Truman. I think it, it it presents a good idea of our life as we like know it can't be mm. controlled, and if it does, there is a sen- like there is a still feeling of removed from society, even though you don't know. Even if you're the main character in your movie, right? Like we need that community. Anyway, that's getting really deep. But he no, keep going. But follow he like that, follow that track. <laughs> but you see him start to break down and literally start. And I think Jim Carrey is the perfect like guy for oh, this. Oh, he's so good yeah. at being unhinged. Yeah, exactly, and he's so good at. This being, has got to like, be like overly... one of the top Jim Carrey performances. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, overall, so many famous actors in this movie too. Like these next three movies are yeah. star studded. I don't know why. I mean, honestly, all of them have been kind of packed full of like icons. Yeah, all exactly. Nineties movies. Anyway, so what are your thoughts on this? Uh, this is a movie that Alyssa introduced me to. Oh wow! Not film so school. I didn't watch this. Not film school. We didn't watch it in film school. Um, so I didn't watch this until like high school, maybe early college. I'm trying to. I don't know exactly oh, okay. when. My first time she was last night. <laughs> that's that's hot um yeah but i really enjoyed it uh rewatching it is fun especially knowing the twist because i didn't know the twist the first time yeah which, which i don't know how it wasn't spoiled for me but it is one of those movies that gets you thinking about your own life you're like what if what if this is like what if we're in the sims or something <laughs> it freaks you out a little bit so it, it could trigger maybe an existential crisis if right. you're a person like that but that's good i think it's good to have one at least once a month um just to get you thinking, get get you uh 
being a little philosophical for the day. But I love Jim Carrey. I like seeing him take on serious roles. Not that mm-hmm. this is super serious, but it, it leans more serious, in my opinion. Um, I think he pulls it off, and I, I kind of miss Jim Carrey doing movies, actually. Yeah, what he's like done now, right? Yeah, I think he might be retired, actually. Yeah. I don't know. He shows up randomly. His number he was one in that movie. one weekend album. Number twenty-three. <laughs> number twenty-three. Which one's that? Do you Isn't remember? The it's the horror movie? movie one where he. Like... Oh, that movie sucks, Daniel. <laughs> okay, but I was gonna say the mask because I loved that movie as a kid. Yeah, I did like it too as a kid. Yeah, I don't know actually what else to say about this movie. It's pretty much cut and dry. You're going through a journey with him, and you just did you? Yeah. What? Go, go ahead. I was, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, you kind of go through this journey with him, and then you, at the end, it, I think I liked at the ending where it kind of starts showing now the viewers of the actual show. Mm. And then and how they love him and stuff. Yeah, they love him, but they're also hoping that he can escape because they all kind of have this idea of what the corporation did was wrong. Like, this is morally wrong. Yeah. yeah. And and so when, when he finally, spoiler alert, when he finally leaves the place of... um captivity for lack of a better word everybody cheers him on and yeah you know that one girl that he liked is rushing to him because she loves him which i really liked her she was a good actress too um yeah, i don't remember her name you know what this does bring to mind and we've talked about this a little bit is like the ethics of reality tv i don't think that's what they had in mind when they made this mm, yeah. uh, movie because reality tv was kind of in its baby form still but yeah watching this in 2023 you can totally see how like like family vlogs or I just watched the TL, the documentary on um the Duggars. Oh yeah. The TLC 19 and counting or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and you can see how just having a camera or being observed for your whole life for entertainment can really mess you up. Yeah. Obviously he doesn't know he's being observed but there's definitely something interesting there or maybe take into account like family vlogs. I think those are despicable. So <laughs> It's some interesting things to think about. Yeah, for sure. I recommend both of these movies, though. I think they're a good watch if you're feeling nostalgic. Maybe you've seen them before. Give them a rewatch. Yeah, for sure, guys. We're in the decade of our movies, so we kind of have to own them. All right, guys. So that's going to do it for these two movies of this episode. We got two more movies coming with you, uh, coming next week, and it's going to be... Yep. They're pretty awesome. I loved both of these movies. Um but guys, stay tuned for that Fight Club and American Psycho. We are going to be talking about the the what is it well, called? We can only talk about one of the movies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. there's a rule we have to follow. Yes, that is true. Anyway, so guys, you'll want to stick around for next week. We're going to have some great episodes coming out for you or episode, and then we will go back to our chit chat with I think the last three we're gonna gonna finish out yeah finish out uh black mirror black mirror yep so guys you'll want to stay tuned and just so you know it is becoming more and more set in stone for october marathon 31 days of horror we are going to be selling shirts so guys the way that we're going to do this just so we don't buy so many SKUs, is yeah dm us we're going to be doing pre-orders soon. We will make that announcement once our design is finalized. But it's going to be fun. We want to get these out We're, to you before October, so that you can actually yeah, wear we want them, you to have them for the Halloween at season. at least mid-October at the latest. But we want we want you to have them for yeah. the Halloween season. So if you are overseas or you are over states, 
make sure you let us let know us ahead of time so we can send that out to you. But um, I might be mailing these to you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, guys, so stay tuned for those. We will be posting more on our socials. And uh, yeah, we'll see Sweet. you next time. Toodles. That's a clean slate.